Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another special Hyperconscious Meets Conversations Change Lives podcast with ALAZ. And then we got two young guns, Big Pat and Big Nate. I'm going to let uh, Alan introduce them and then you can tell the story of how you met. And now they're here. We did a workout together. It's a whole thing, as they say. So Alan's here too. Hello, everybody. How's it going? So yeah, welcome to Conversations Change Lives Meets Hyperconscious podcast. We've got Pat and Nate here. Uh, met them at Anytime Fitness, noticed that they were um, working out hard, and I you know, took the opportunity to go over, ask what they were about, and uh, if they're really into fitness, and got to know them a little bit. We started talking, and then eventually you know, we were like, I could tell they were very passionate about fitness, and I wanted to have, have them on the podcast and talk about it. Let's let these, uh, these fine, handsome gentlemen introduce themselves. Just, you can just say your name, say, you know, say what you're into, just pretend it's like a dating profile. <laughs> like, pretend it's a Tinder profile. Um, I'm Patrick Cole. I'm uh, 20 years old, and really, I've gotten into fitness as of lately, and I've been going seven days a week, trying to bulk and just trying to get bigger and healthier with a healthy lifestyle, with nutrition, too, and all that. I've just been trying to incorporate it all, become a healthier person, healthier mind. How old are you? I'm uh, 20. Awesome. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. We're sorry. <laughs> Big Nate? Go ahead. All right. I'm Nate. Um, I'm 18 years old. Um, I've been working out like hard consistently for about a year and a half. Um, my dad actually owns the gym that we worked out at earlier. Um, mm, I shouldn't have been slamming weights. <laughs> I didn't know that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right on. Um, I mean, I've, I've been like active my whole life, played sports my whole life, um, baseball, golf, Hockey, lacrosse, basketball. Wow. So, yeah. Right on. Awesome. So, I think we were saying earlier, um, Nate and I were talking, and I, I don't know if you were in the bathroom at this point, but when I tell people, when they say, how long have you been working out for? I say, it went from me saying, I, I had 12 years, to now it's like six years the right way. Yeah. Like, I yeah. may have been working out longer than that, but I have not been efficient the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's there's a... A divide, like yeah, I could say I've been working out for fifteen years, but how many of that was actually like quality workouts? So I think quality is a relative term, though, right? Because those first six years of the twelve got you to a point where you felt now like you've mastered that right. craft to an extent where you, it, it's a where do you draw that line? Right. Well, I know? think that's why it's huge to sit down with two people that are ten years younger than we are. I know, like they're in the beginning stages of their fitness journey, yeah. relatively, right? Mm-hmm. So. I feel like what we'll, we'll do. Uh, we'll do Pat first. What have you learned so far? Like you started off somewhere and you had a baseline. Yeah. Right. Whatever it was, four years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Now you have a new baseline. Mm-hmm. Where have you learned? What changes have you made? What would you say to somebody else your age that's going through the growing pains of learning how to work out, learning how to get to the gym, learning how to prioritize it? Um, I'd say really you just have to like get into a mindset and then not leave that mindset so like you have to go to sleep with the same mindset to be getting up in the morning and getting to the gym and getting the work done whether you get in there for you know 20 minutes or like alan said this before whether you get in every day seven days a week for 20 minutes that's better than going three days a week for an hour so it's really just consistency is key what i've learned and being consistent is the way to get results basically for sure yeah to to piggyback on that as well um i think it's more important to establish the habit and if you go every day the activation energy it takes from you to get to your from your bed 
to putting on your shoes, to putting on your gym clothes, to taking pre-workout if you do or don't, or whatever your morning rituals are, to getting into the gym. I think that that's where people fall off, is getting into the gym right. consistently enough. Because yeah. the first days are always going to be, they're horrible. If you're, if you're going every day, they, they, they're rough when you first start. But as you go, you get more resilient, you get faster recovery, it starts becoming easier. It's more of a process you do every day, it becomes familiar, and you continue it. So um, earlier in our preamble, that's Whoa, the... I want I want Big Nate's answer. Okay, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. Kevin, this Kevin. is all about. Every, yeah. Just so you know, everything's all about Alan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to ask questions. It wasn't about Alan. It I know, about... I know. But yeah. the thing is, I'll forget the question. Oh, okay. and we'll be 15 minutes down the road. Hammer it. And then Let's Nate's just going to be sitting there, and I'm going to be like, "Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." No, you're right. You're so right. So same questions. Round robin. Yes. Probably just staying patient would be like the biggest thing because I feel like a lot of people like believe they're going to see results like overnight and in reality like it will take like years for like most people to reach their goals like fitness goals and like the biggest thing is you got to fall in love with training you got to actually want to be there because if not you're going to fall off you're not going to put like you're not going to put 100 percent 110 percent effort into the gym so like that's where you'll you'll slip up right i told people when people say, what do you suggest I do? I usually say, do what you'll actually do. Yeah. <laughs> I could give you 50 things. Yeah. Go do an hour of cardio. Yeah. If you don't like cardio, you're not going to do it. Yeah. That's why I like boxing. Boxing's good cardio. So yeah. do what you're going to stick with to the start. Pro- the problem is, is like, if they don't like cardio, they might like it once they start doing it. They might. Right. Or, or once they see changes and they associate, oh, well, if I, I did cardio four times last week and, and I, I look see, better this and week. I look better this week. That's all it really takes. And yeah. then you realize, like, you uh, people don't like doing a lot of things. Like, you don't like meal prepping until you're driving somewhere. And, like, I have, I've stopped on the side of the road to eat my meals. Yeah. If I didn't have that, I'd be at McDonald's. Like, I didn't like doing it, but I liked how convenient it was nope. when it came to it. Nobody wants – it's inconvenience. Everyone wants the convenience. Right. Nobody wants to take the time to prepare their meals for the week. But if that's what you need to do – Right. You need to if do that's it. in line with your goals, yeah. you need to do it. And I think most importantly is if you do it long enough to see the benefit, the habit will stick. Right. You know, I always say people rarely do negative habits tend to be reinforced right away. Right? Like you go out drinking with your buddies, you get all the laughs right then. You know? Um, whereas if you wait to n- and not drink, the benefit doesn't come till the next morning right. where y- everyone else feels like shit and you don't. Yeah. And so I think with the gym, it's the same deal. Like it sucks at first, like you said. Um, but once you do it long enough to start getting the benefits and feeling, waking up every morning stronger, healthier, happier, you start to lock in on that and you go, oh, okay. So subconsciously you think, oh, this is what got me here. I want to feel even better than this. I want to keep doing this. And then as soon as you start to fall off, you start realizing like, oh, I'm not feeling as well, or I'm a little bit more lethargic or like whenever I eat right for a good amount of time, like a week, I never really want to fall off that because I notice that my training's better. And bad habits are really just moving backwards. Yeah. It's it's more convenient, bad habits, you know? They're yeah. Easier, less work, less stress. Pat, I know you got a deep voice. Let's hear that thing. Sorry. Get that voice up, sir. <laughs> yeah. I have a kind all, of low tone. Getting all shy. Nah. Just hammer it. I have a monotone. I, you want me to sing? I'll sing. <laughs> Kev, I've seen him do if it. If I got to do it. If you, if you um, want him to rap. So we were talking earlier, and they asked me if I had a job, okay. which I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I'm leaving a box under the bridge. But I want to know what, what uh, both of you guys... Like, so, one of my favorite questions to ask is, what do you want to accomplish before you die? Uh, so, yes. we're going to... We'll start with Big Nate this time. So, Alan doesn't chime in and 
and try to <laughs> steal us away. So what, like if for me, it's like when I die, I want people to look and be like, he was just a genuinely good person. Mm-hmm. Like if I needed him and I called him, he'd be there for me. He would give the shirt off his back. I just want people to know that I'm a genuinely good hearted person. That's really what I want. I want to help people. I want to help change people's lives. Make other people happy. Right. Yeah. Big Nate. All right. So, I mean, for my, like my, my goals and dreams, like for like when I'm older, like, so senior yes. in high school right now, uh, I go to a trade school. So like I'm studying electrical engineering, but actually I don't want to do that for like my career, Ooh, my job. Change so, up. Um, I really want to own my own business when I'm older, like have like financial freedom, do what I want. Like, I don't like, there's nothing wrong with working like nine to five, but I just feel like that I wouldn't be happiest in that, in that place. Right. Definitely. So like, I really just want to like have the freedom to do what I want, like build something from the ground up. Um, you know, like do my, just do my own thing really. So I love that. I have a question for you cause you're 18 years old, yeah. senior in high school. And I remember for me personally, I didn't take um, an entrepreneurship course until my master's in marketing. So I was went to um, business school at WPI, graduate school, mm-hmm. right after. And I was an electrical and computer engineer originally, so we, we are similar in that regard. You are very young and you're already thinking about lifestyle design, like designing a life that you love rather yeah. than just doing the nine to five mm-hmm. rat race type of thing. Yeah. What catalyzed that shift? Because I think a lot of people, Steve Jobs is a great quote. He said, how do people know what they want until they've, when they've never seen it before. Yeah. So you obviously have been exposed because your dad's an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that that's what, tr- I, I think that's like probably the biggest driving force. And then honestly, like people sharing like over social media, like, uh, like YouTube, you see all like the fitness lifestyle YouTubers and everything with them. And it's like, like, I want that. Like that's, that's the lifestyle of my life. Yeah. yeah. So what is it that's most Definitely. appealing? Is it the freedom aspect like, of it? Yeah. The freedom to like, you know, be my own boss and do what I exactly. want really. Like just okay. have like, I guess financial freedom, but like, like live my life on my own terms. Okay. I love yeah. that. So one of the big parts of my mission is to try to get more people to start thinking in a more entrepreneurial mind. Mm-hmm. I think that the education system was created for the industrial revolution. You know, you punch a time card, work. you work, you do the same thing repeatedly. Now I think creative thinking, self-starter mindset, motivation, all that kind of stuff is really important for other people. Like if you wait for someone to tell you what to do in this economy, you'll probably be doing a whole lot of nothing. So I want to, one of the big parts of my mission is to get people thinking like you are. And I think that's kind of, they say game recognizes game. Like when I met you, I was very impressed immediately with the fact that you were into fitness, into lifestyle design and sort of like just the level that you were already gotten to. So um, how do you think we appeal? Like, for example, you go to BVT. Yeah. Um, you said it's a trade school. You're around a lot of kids your age and a lot of people your age probably aren't thinking this way. How do we get them to at least be exposed to this idea? Because if you didn't at least see it first, you didn't choose to do the rat race. You realize it's an option. You You have to know it's an option. They need to want it for themselves, really. So, So. but if they don't know that it's an option, then they, they never got a choice. chance to choose mm-hmm. like for me i didn't know it was an option until i took my first entrepreneurship course yeah. you obviously knew it was an option because your dad was an entrepreneur yeah. what do we do for students who don't have that um well i i first it has to be like a mindset thing i really believe like you have to like live with an open mind and i feel like the people around you is like mm-hmm. i like i know my dad was an entrepreneur but the people around you are really gonna like affect you on how you think and like um just like even just like watching people on YouTube and social media like those are the people I like I pay attention to and like 
my dad, uh, my cousin is an entrepreneur. My uncle is too. So I think like just being around those people that like they do what you want to do when you're older. I think that's like the biggest like driving force for like so huge success and like your dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. Role models are everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowing your heroes. Like if I were to ask you right now and I'm sorry, we'll get to you in a second. I just, this is huge, especially for people your age. Um, do you know who, do you have, like, if I were to ask you, who are your heroes? Would you be able to tell me? Um, I think I have a few. I mean, I think my dad is definitely one of them cause he like, he's a huge influence and then I mean, he would probably be the the number one right there. Would Love be my dad. I've yeah. met him. He seems like a great guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any others? Like um, on social media, for example. Like Christian Guzman. Guzman. <laughs> he's like basically the reason why I got started into fitness. Oh, I'm sure he'd, he'd yeah. be very happy to hear that. Um, Love it. Hashtag natural athletes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve Cook is definitely another one. Yes, yeah, Steve. Um, Nick Bear, too. I don't know if you guys know who Nick Bear is. I have heard of him. I don't know yeah. who that is, but. Look, look him up. He owns his own uh, supplement company now. So, okay. Yeah. And those cool. are probably like the big three. And uh, Max Tuning. Oh, like, I know Max good Tuning. Friends. Yeah. Christian Guz- Guzman's good friend. And so, so you follow who they are, what yeah. their lifestyles are like. Yep. So that's the thing, right? Like if we don't have heroes, I feel like we're kind of wandering aimlessly, right? Why, why reinvent the wheel? I think a lot of people don't have strong role models. And even if they do have heroes, they're not necessarily conscious of who those heroes are or why they are. I would say where admiration goes, energy flows. Like if you admire something in someone else, that's your heart telling you this is something I want to be and do and something that I like and love and that I'm passionate about. So if I were to ask you, your heroes, mm-hmm. uh, what, uh, what do we got? It'd definitely be uh, Conor McGregor. Ooh, shit. Kevin's a I big, like that. big fan because, as well. I mean. From I've nothing watching, to everything. I've been, yeah. Like yep. if you know his whole story, back in, he's been in Dublin. He won two titles over there. He has predicted his wins, predicted his rounds that he wins, Mystic predicted Mac, the way him. of winning. He's predicted that he'd get two titles in UFC professionally. He's just he's just amazing to see what he's done. And yeah, people give him hate for losing to Floyd and stuff, but like just least, ridiculous in my, tried. in my eyes. Because least he tried. like he went out and I think he did decent against the, the greatest boxer ever? Yeah. Best boxer <laughs> of all time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Conor McGregor has the most self-belief out of anybody ever. Yeah. yeah. He, I envy, yeah. He doesn't even... I can do anything. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want me to go fight the greatest boxer ever? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Give me 100 mil. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. Oh, you want me to win two titles? Sure. I'll knock somebody out in 13 seconds. No worries. So you and Kevin are very similar in that that hero. I know that you talk about... Yeah. Both of you like to box. Right, and like right. like to punch the bag. We were talking yep. about that earlier. Kevin and him... Pe- Punch the bag a little bit and, mm-hmm. yeah. in the gym. Pat broke Unfortunately, his arm off. Your, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, wrist. your wrist. Yeah, is uh, well, you know, gotta, you'll figure out what that is. Figure that out before I punch anymore. So, um, for, is in terms of character qualities, because like, I always say like know your heroes, but also know why they're your heroes. For you, you said Conor McGregor. McGregor, it's the self belief, undeniable self belief, undeniable self belief. Like which I think is incredible. Sit him down. Let oh. me sit him down and say, why have you never quit? Why when you were getting. Food stamps. Why? Like, yeah. why didn't you quit? How did you know you were gonna get here? How did you know? Unshakable yeah. confidence. Unshakable. Like, uh, okay. So see, the, these are the qualities. Yes. Because not only knowing your heroes, but knowing why they're your heroes. Do you know why I like that? Because I don't have that kind of self belief. But you want it. I want that. Yeah. And, and you know how powerful. And you're working towards it. Yes. Yes. Like his self belief is next level. It is. Like he is doing things people have never done. Yeah. Yep. No MMA fighter has ever had a boxing match like that ever. So there's um. 
going to quote here. Oh, boy. Zig Ziglar. I don't know if you guys know him. Personal development speaker. I follow him on Instagram. Do you? Yeah. Zig is great. Um, He said, it is impossible, and I don't like the word impossible, but in this case, you'll understand. It is impossible to act inconsistently with who we believe we are. In other words, if you believe you are something wholeheartedly, and it can't be fake, it has to be real, um, then you will act inconsistent with that. So I have an article that I wrote. It's called... um, the power of self-labels and your identity and the power of self-labels. And I talk about in that when I first started lifting, I traded a label of alcoholic in for bodybuilder. So three years ago, I was 160 pounds, just skinny fat. You would not have looked up to me in any way at the gym, at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did is I just decided one day, like, I'm going to be this fitness thing. And my self-belief prior to having any results was so strong that I think that powered me through all the hiccups. That's why I look up to you, man. Like, real talk, real uh, talk, real, real talk, real sad talk. I love it, man. You know, like that's why I look up to you. I and tell you that all the time. You have undeniable self-belief. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I why mean, do you think I trust I only, you? I only recently met you, but you're definitely somebody that I would be looking up to in my life too. Like, obviously, I, I would aspire to be just as good as you win a competition, you know, just be that healthy and just like get through it all. Oh, like, thank you, man. You know? Oh, so good. I feel like for those I'm not watching, Alan is crying. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way to no, that. No. But uh, yeah, thank you. I know thank you're you still both. in your journey, but like, yeah, you've you've come a long way. Thanks, man. So thank far, you. From what I can see. Interesting. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's sometimes it's sometimes you lose sight of how far you've come until you reflect, and then you're like, oh wow, right? You know? Yep. Yeah. So I think we're I all. I do a- that. I do that a lot. Yeah. Reflect. I just feel like I, I think, oh, I haven't really gotten that far. And then I think back to like... And then you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I think the the three facets are, you know, you have um, eyesight, mind sight, and hindsight. And the way I see it is got to have a strong vision for the future of who you are, who you want to be, who you wanna be mm-hmm. and like what you want to create. So that's mind sight. Because if you only always go by based on what you see, like for example, when I was 160 pounds, if I only went by my current results rather than my belief of a vision. Yeah. Like then how I wouldn't much have... your mind has progressed. Yeah. And not just your body. Like I, yeah. I always say, get the mind right. The body will follow. Yes. I'm all about training the mind for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so you've got eyesight, mindsight and hindsight. Hindsight is reflecting on the past, seeing what reps you put in to get to where you are, what actions, what behaviors, what habits. Um, and then eyesight is like what we're seeing right now. Like we are where we all are, like the current, yeah. like the, the mirror right now. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like, have you guys ever seen that meme on Instagram oh, where it's literally <laughs> yes. a little kitten who's looking into a yes. puddle and sees yeah. the lion. And it, she's the, the tiger, the tiger. Yeah. and it's, it's a know. little kitten who will be a tiger one day, but you have to believe it in order to yeah. achieve it as humans. Yeah. I want to, so we got big Nate's, what does he want to accomplish before he dies? Yeah. Big Pat. Yeah. Um, what do you want to accomplish with your time here on earth? I'm not. I'm not going to say that I'm 100% sure and decided on... Nate, I wasn't 100% sure until I was 28 years old. (laughs) (laughs) You got plenty of time, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Better late than never, as they say. Right now, I have some short-term goals and long-term. So short-term would be to finish my schooling at QCC, get my general healthcare studies degree, and that'll just be like my first degree. And then hopefully... Here, let's just do short first. And then this summer, I'm also hoping to get my personal trainer certificate. And I hope to do that by the end of summer, definitely. Nice. And then long term more is going to another university, 
possibly going into physical therapy. I believe I enjoy a lot of that stuff and I would like to help people out who get injured while working out because I've been dealing with that with my wrist hitting the bag too much <laughs> or too hard. Yeah, too hard. I yeah. know those feels. Yeah. yeah. That's but, awesome. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I hope physical therapy that's in my mind right now, but it, it could change along the way. We'll see. I definitely short term right now. I want to be a personal trainer and to help people get fit, like get on the healthy track, the healthy lifestyle, just everything like that. And yeah. What makes you want to help people? I mean, the fact that I was somewhere I didn't want to be and I took the choice to just help myself by being consistent and not giving up, basically, and going to the gym every day, keeping my mind on track with like health and nutrition and just trying to better my mind and my body every day, really. You guys are impressing me so much. Right. I'm so glad you guys are here. Right. Like, the, you guys are so outside your comfort zone with this, and I love it. We were talking this is where earlier. All the growth is. We were talking this earlier is, uh, about, um, I, I was telling them, like, the older you get, the more you're going to realize, like, the people around you are going to start to, like, you're going to have different people around you. Yeah. Like, a lot of my older friends, I don't really talk to that much anymore. Yeah. Because, like, their alignment, happens. nothing against them. I yeah. love them. Yeah. Their mindset goes, yeah. you're yeah. going. I just have something I'm. Um, it's easy to be around. Like I, my roommate is my best friend. He's my brother. He Matt wants Ryan. to Matt Ryan. Love just you, man. just bought a new truck. Just got uh, tenants in his apartment. Shout out to that. So he's into real estate investment. That's what I want to do. Alan's into podcasting. That's what I want to do. They're both <laughs> beasts and into fitness. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. It's like my time is so valuable to me that I really only want to spend it with people who are pushing me up. Yeah, and I feel I'm getting to that point too. More and more every day. I want to associate more with people that have the same mindset in the track that I'm on and not disassociate with people not to not be friends with them ever again but to more disassociate and go on my own path that I need to be on right yeah absolutely I think that there used to be a lot more more turmoil associated with like the whole idea of spending less time with certain people right isn't that kind of gone now for you Oh, yeah. Yeah. For people know. In your I just, own head you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. perception becomes reality, right? So, like, how mm -hmm. we see something matters. And I just, I remember when I was you guys' age, I would really struggle with the whole idea of, like, oh, I have to get away from these influences. Mm -hmm. Like my friend who I drink bit. with? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, if, okay. if you don't want to drink and all your friends, all they do is drink, mm -hmm. I'm not saying to never go in that room. Don't I would say there. two most important facets of life are, number one, um, making sure you stay out of the wrong rooms with the wrong people and number two is and maybe more importantly is getting into the right arenas with yeah. the, in the right rooms but with the you, right people if you don't want to drink and you go into a room with five other people drinking who are your friends like it could be seven out of the ten times you do drink you know because yeah. they're all around right. you. even if it's one out of ten it's still it's still breaking what you want it's yeah. not in line with your yourself. goals it's not in alignment with your goals yeah get into get stay out of the wrong rooms based on your goals and dreams Get into the right arenas and the right rooms based on your goals and mm -hmm. dreams. What kind of uh, growing pains are you going through, Big Nate? Um, Any? I mean, like, yeah. But um, like back to what you said, I just want to touch on one thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yesterday, I listened to a podcast by Lewis Howes. Yes. Uh, from like his shout out Lewis greatness uh, podcast, and yep. like it kind of like touches back to like cutting people out, sort of, and it's like knowing your self worth. It's like the podcast thing was called like 
setting boundaries to like improve your relationships i forget what it was called exactly but Sounds like knowing your self-worth and like what like people align with you yeah it's like i mean people probably are like afraid to cut people out because they don't want to be alone yeah and that yeah. kind of like touches like you have to know your self-worth like be comfortable like being alone and um th- like just like going on like your own beaten path so yep. yeah mm-hmm. you listen to lewis house yeah big fan of him yeah, I actually he just reached out to me on Instagram, which I'm very excited. I, about. I hope to have him on the podcast at some great. point, Lewis. If you're watching this, we would love to sit <laughs> yes, down, absolutely, or come onto your podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll fly was, out. Like Nate yeah. was just saying, with that, it's like you need to lose connections with some people in order to have growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think being alone, and this, I'm big when it comes to relationships and analogies for life through relationships. Right, me and Alan always say, I cannot. I will struggle to... <laughs> <laughs> we don't like the word cannot. I would struggle to to cultivate a successful relationship if I myself am not whole. How can I expect to bring happiness, to bring comfort, you know, to, to add to somebody else's life if I don't have my own taken care of? Yeah. And I'm not saying by any means I have my life taken care of. There's, a, you know, there's things going on in my life. I'm, I'm trying to grow, but there's other things, you know, I don't have it all figured out. We're all a work in progress. For sure. Yeah. But... So many people are afraid to be alone because they think being with somebody else defines them. When realistically, who you are as a person defines what kind of relationship you're going to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel like you guys are at the age now where like, you know, you're going to be going into your early 20s soon and you're going to be having long, long term relationships, hopefully if that's what you want. And that's when you have to figure out like, you're going to figure out a lot of stuff. Like I figured out a lot of my shortcomings through relationships. Yeah. But I was willing to feel the pain. I was willing to be alone. I was willing to suffer. So, Kevin, when you say you learned a lot about yourself through yeah. those relationships, don't you think that a lot of that was reactive growth rather than proactive growth? In a sense, and I know for my, myself personally, relationships, if you're not whole, it will expose that you're not whole. Right. In other words, like... Even more than it would if you were if alone. If you were alone, yes. yeah. So I, I, I do agree that you should try to come from it, come into a relationship from a place of wholeness, but I also think that if you're not in the game... Meaning you're not actually trying to sustain a, a growth in a relationship, then I think that you won't find some of the report cards that are necessary for that growth. In other words, right. when you're trying to make a relationship great and you're shooting for that, you're going to fail a lot. Right. And that yeah. failure is going to be a report card that's going to say, oh, wow, I really got to work on this communication thing or, mm-hmm. but or that's this the thing. I intimacy think, thing or whatever I think what I'm trying to say is you have to take that report card and you have to read it. Yeah. I think more than anything, I, I'm not saying stay single forever yeah like if you're not a, a diamond don't you know if you're not completely polished you know everything don't There's go no date thing right right yeah. what i'm saying is go out there if shit falls apart figure out why yeah for sure don't just oh she was crazy yeah no come on <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 you're telling me about nothing yeah. to do with it no matter how thin you slice it there's always two sides right that's mm-hmm. something that i live by and i think that in a relationship it's critical to like be able to put yourself in the mirror and say what did i do to contribute to this even right. if she was crazy <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> yeah um it's like what what did i contribute to that situation right and what can i fix because you take you with you so you got to work on you yeah that's because otherwise you'll it. just like bring that next issue to the next relationship and nothing changed exactly what you don't want yeah. right yeah. what are your uh, so i want to know what you guys' fitness goals are because today we were getting after it like we didn't really so for people who know me i'm not a big talker at the gym i just kind of go put my headphones on and, and just get after it <laughs> yeah so we didn't really talk about I do that the same thing usually yeah, yeah i'm very interested to see like what you guys are young like do you have a dream physique alan is huge on this alan is huge on like i 
I want to be as big as possible, but also as lean as possible. Interesting. So. All right. Oh, the <laughs> Welcome ultimate. to the grind, <laughs> right, <laughs> friend? All right, yeah. all right. Okay. All right. Nate? Uh, Nate? Um, I mean, I just want to build, like, I mean, I guess I want to be same thing as <laughs> <laughs> like, like everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone, everybody. I think everyone, everyone wants to be shredded and, like, just Huge. have mat, like, size on them. Yeah. But, like, I really want to get, I want to get strong. So, I guess Definitely. I've been, there's, like, a power building has been, like, Right. Have you heard of yeah, yeah, obviously heard of that, but like that's one of the things like look aesthetic but also be like strong as hell. Okay. So I mean exactly, I'm I'm one of those yeah. people that I don't have an issue like gaining weight. Like it's not hard for me to gain any weight. Okay. So like I know some people like I know Pat, you said you have that you have that problem. But like I can gain weight like that. Like, yeah. In a snap of a finger. Especially during like the school year, sitting in a chair like for most of the day. <laughs> yeah. I will I will get a little fluffy, but um, <laughs> fluffy. But, like, he's a, I think he's right now he's I'm out of high school. No, right now I'm like so. I'm the heaviest I've ever been, but I think at like this time, like last year, I was like around the same weight and I definitely look a lot better now. Mm. I did like a little mini cut, lost like 10 pounds okay so it's a little more than a mini cut yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> sounds like I know, yeah. most i've ever done but, um, uh, yeah so i just want to i want to be strong but i also want to look i want to look good and like so question that i think will help tremendously questions change lives as yes. they say um what is more important to you because i think prioritization is critical in anything in life like clarity like why like for me it's aesthetics i'll mm-hmm. be completely honest like yeah. I want to be strong for sure. Yeah. I want to be big for sure. I want to be lean for sure. I care about what I look like because I know that that is what men's physique, my right. goals, it's consistent with my dreams. Mm-hmm. If I want to be the top natural aesthetic men's physique model on the planet, I got to care about what I look like aesthetically. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's aesthetics. And I prioritize, and that, that changes what you do, what you eat, what you think about. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's like you want to be strong, capable. Like obviously we want to have it all. Yeah. But what's yeah. most important? What's the bottom foundation like, of the pyramid? Looking good is definitely like... Okay, aesthetics. Yeah, that takes like precedence over being like yep. strong as hell in the gym. And I think being yeah. clear on that with yourself yeah. is critical because well, I'll ask people all the time. Um, I was talking to a buddy. I won't name names, but I asked him, I'm like, so what, what are your goals, man? And he's just like, oh, you know, like to be healthy. And I'm like, well, you're like, he's like a super athlete. He's really good at basketball, football, hockey, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what, you what, what does healthy mean? I'm like, well, why? He's like, well, honestly, like, I just want to stay injury free. I'm like, well, if that's the case, then why are you even in the gym? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, if that's coach. your only goal. <laughs> what I was trying to get him to see is like, if you ask someone who's in ridiculously good shape, like if you went to Guzman or Steve Cook or any of your heroes yeah. and you said, what are your current fitness goals they're going to be super clear on yeah. an exact goal weight and an exact cut an exact approach or an exact program like they're going to be whenever you see someone who's in great shape they typically have like really concrete clear concise goals and they know their priorities like for steve cook guzman like i can almost guarantee you it's aesthetics yeah. obviously right. yeah. natural aesthetics and it's like that's probably why that's yours too and and why you resonate with that more mm-hmm. whereas them two pat and kevin they're um, more focused on like performance in in like with Gre- Conor McGregor, for example. Yeah. Like they want to be good fighters. I would like to knock somebody's head off. I okay, <laughs> but I do want to. But look you good. want endurance, right? So, yeah. so if if him and if if Nate and I don't want to ever be fighting in an arena, we probably won't care quite as much, or at least focus a little bit less on hitting the bag. Right. Yeah. So you only have so much time. Right, you want to be effective based on your goals. So for you, it's aesthetics. What mm-hmm. what is it for you? Is it more performance oriented? Um, by aesthetics, do you mean like 
just being shredded as possible. That's <laughs> 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 so good. We're not laughing at you. I love that. No, yeah, good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think overall aesthetics in natural fitness, it's a constant progression of like building muscle and burning fat, building muscle and burning fat. So let's say you start at 180 and you go to, from 180 to 185. You're going to gain fat while gaining muscle. Mm-hmm. Then you cut down to 182 trying to maintain the muscle mass. Maybe one and a half pounds of that is, and these are just random numbers, is muscle. So your overall muscle mass increases while your overall fat mass decreases over the long term yeah, in these bulks and cuts. You're trying to get rid of more fat than you are muscle. So that's the whole idea, but it's not momentary, right? Like a show, I always say it's like an orchid that blooms and dies on the same day, right? Because right. you literally go from like, oh my God, I'm you know, lean, leaner than I've ever been, absolutely shredded to like, okay, I got to get back on a reverse diet so that I can build some muscle again so that my next best next year yeah. is, you know, actually better than this. You know, my goal is to make what I did last year look like child's play every year. And in order to do that, you got to get fluffy on the off season. And I'm, especially if you're natural. Yeah. Right. Um, so see the, the problem with me, I think is I don't like to get fluffy. Ah, uh, yes. You and so I are you, the same I like people. my abs. You and, and everyone else. Wanna, I don't want to have you know any fat because i feel like i've worked so hard to get rid of all the fat so alan this is the so part where trouble alan yeah. no 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 you're all right alan and <laughs> I, I know would, i know alan <laughs> and i would disagree on this because he i don't i'm that probably the heaviest i'm gonna get this winter right now yeah maybe maybe a couple more pounds but <laughs> i don't like i don't need it i don't need the extra weight i when i did my bodybuilding when i did my show i did an off season after that and i got up to 180 eight pounds and I couldn't even tie my own shoes. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. I just not- don't care. So I'll sit around 170, 175 and still be peeled all year. Just let me do my thing. <laughs> all right. So, so if you want to do that still, and you can still build muscle, build strength, it's you can definitely build strength. All right, here we go. But it's a fine right. line. It's a fine line. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to build strength while staying lean. I know. I guess it's the best of both worlds. Like, ev- like so this, everyone says they want that. Right. You know? Best of both worlds. Alan, go ahead. Let's, let's hear say. what you have. So, um, it's the title of my book. Yeah. Uh, anyways, oh, okay. so this all comes down to prioritization. Right. Right. So Kevin's priorities are different than mine. In other words, he wants to be shredded year round. I'm willing to sacrifice right. being shed- shredded for the greater year good. round for the greater end result. Cause I'm competing for in the, the show. He's the, not, yeah, for your competition. Yeah. He's not competing in those. Sh- yeah. So right. it's, it's total. Everything we do, needs to be calculated based on an end game goal because otherwise you're just kind of wandering aimlessly. And I think that progress makes you happy when it's something you really care about. And it's not, they always say it's the journey, not the destination. And I agree. But the thing is, is that without the actual end game goal, there is no specific journey. I always say set a goal, not to get the goal, but for who, what it will make of you to achieve the goal. And also the people you're going to meet. The like, if I didn't want to be a natural fitness model, like, would I have met Nate Smithson, my coach, who you guys know? Yeah. Would I have sat down with Kevin? Would Kevin have noticed me? Like, every your goals and dreams are going to dictate everything you do, everyone you meet, the rooms you're in, the and, rooms you stay out of. And say, if me and Nate that day were not inside Anytime Fitness working on our goals for fitness, yep, we would not have talked to you. That's exactly it, at it, all. It, and you might not yeah. say you didn't even have a good workout that day. Say you just limped into the gym, you had a shitty workout. That's that was that day. You didn't have a great workout. But what what came from that? We mm-hmm. always say put in the reps. They might not be the best reps, 
Like, yeah, but I you continue, up. I continue screwing and... up the camera angle on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's still yeah. part of the reps. <laughs> Hopefully not this time. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's really like consistency, like we've right. said. Like, even if you're failing, look for the little successes right. and oh, take yes. off of it. You might reach you might reach in a bag to grab something and grab something else. It might not be what you wanted, yeah. but doesn't mean it's not useful. You could use it somewhere else. It might it's gonna get Maybe you somewhere. You'll get the thing you wanted next time. Right. You exactly. In the bag. Exactly. You just gotta keep grabbing for stuff. So I heard an incredible analogy that I think you'll like, Kevin. I, I love analogies. You, you guys will resonate with this as well. Yeah. If you picture going into a dark room with a flashlight, you can't see anything except for what the flashlight focuses on. That's the power of focus. So you're going to find whatever you're looking for. And what you're looking for is based on having an end game goal. I'll give you an example. Let's say you buy a car. Have you ever had this happen? Or you buy an outfit, and all of a sudden you notice everyone else has that outfit. For example, I saw you with a, an Alpha Elite mm-hmm. shirt on when we first met. Yeah. I noticed that. Why? Because Christian Guzman is a natural fitness model. I also am. Um, I hone in on that. Our brain, our subconscious brain is far more powerful than our conscious brain. I'm going to get a little scientific here. So picture a 4K TV. One pixel of that 4K TV is the power of the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is the other 3,999 pixels. So you're going to pick out the pixels, the specific things you find. Like, for example, if you buy an outfit, you're going to see it everywhere. It was always everywhere. Yeah. You just didn't notice because you didn't. it wasn't significant to you. What When you have a goal, a specific goal, like for you it's Certain. aesthetics, mm-hmm. it's going to change everything you notice. And what you notice is what you're going to focus on, and what you focus on is what's going to improve. So it's critical to have certain goals like if i didn't have a fitness goal i would just not have met nate smithson i would not have gotten into that room with kevin it's going to change everything so i think when people are like oh i don't really care about goals because it's the journey it's like yeah but the goal is what makes the journey valuable or else it's not even a journey what are you going on what are you shooting for? for yeah, yeah if you, you don't put your gps on you're not gonna go anywhere yeah i, I don't mean to sit there in your car looking at it like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah where are we going i run to the bathroom oh of course yeah, you... i don't mean to interrupt <laughs> so i think <laughs> running around kevin might be easier too much water okay well, yeah no no problem no that's good all right everyone will take a, <laughs> a two minute break no 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 we'll <laughs> um but so for you, it is aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So, but it's, you also know that strength is correlated to yeah, aesthetics. I do, yeah. Right? Ma- muscle mass is correlated. So it's, it's knowing what the pyramid is, what's the most important thing, and then figuring out what you need to improve on mobility, pliability, strength, size, body fat. It's all based on what you consider a strong physique. And to go back to his original question, like, do you have a dream? physique because like we just talked about without a certain specific clear goal we're wandering around aimlessly um do you have a, a physique that you aspire to i do yeah 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 uh, do you mind saying it if um like like a, like a certain person's physique that yeah I would like so that? for me it's greg plitt you know who greg plitt is i do not ah, so it's on the background before... it's ah! <laughs> <laughs> she broke my foot before your day so it's it's on what that was before his day oh greg, that's greg right plitt, greg probably. plitt so um I have a poster of him above my bed. I've got <clears throat> quotes of him all over my room. I've got a plaque thing. He's a huge hero of mine. I've, mm-hmm. I'm wearing a um, wristband of Greg Plitt. And so on the background of my phone, there's a picture of my dream physique. I said, in two years, I'm going to look like this. And mm-hmm. I'm almost there. Yep. I'm almost at the two-year thing. And I'm actually like right there. I think this show is going to yeah. be a two-year mark. Yeah, I we're going to see. Gonna, I'm, I'm wanna, I want to literally take a picture of me with that exact same pose right. and go. 
And back then, when I said it, I didn't look anything like this, and people thought I was nuts. Right. They thought I was yeah. crazy, and they were like, "Oh, great, puts on steroids, all this stuff." I'm like, "No, he's not. He's natural." They're like, "I don't think you can do that naturally." I'm like, "I will prove it. Let me show you. You don't right. have to believe me. I see it, and I know I can do it." So, anyways, um, what dream physique are you shooting for, and do you have a specific picture that you can look at every day to to really reinforce that? Yeah. Um. So there's like. There's one guy that I follow. His name's Chris Elkins on. Oh, yo! Yeah, so I I really like I how he's. Talk to him. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Chris Elkins, natural. Uh, no, I didn't show you him. He's a natural, lifetime natural. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does I'll let you tell him. <laughs> yeah. So he does like. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> um, I think he's been lifting for like five years. He said like consistently. Um, he's like he's like he's like my height. So like I feel like that's why like I might like, I guess like gravitate to him more. Because it's uh, believable. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. And then I just I get I just like his physique. Like I like how he looks and yes. like the body type that he has. So I guess I I shoot for that. Good. And I and feel it, like that's a, an achievable goal for me. Good. Yeah. So it has to be something you believe is possible. Because mm-hmm. if you don't believe it's possible, you're not even going to try. Yeah. Right. Um. I always use my first fitness show as an example. Like I believed I'd win. Like I was a little bit arrogant about it. I, oh, I yeah. don't know if arrogant's the right word. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it is. I would no, say naive. Sure no. So okay. So I thought. <laughs> We'll get, we'll get into this quick. I thought that a novice show meant it was everyone's first time. Mm-hmm. And I watched one YouTube video, <laughs> right? <laughs> Terrible research. I, I, and I was like, oh, I can, I can beat those guys. So, yeah, okay, you're right. Arrogant is the right word. And, but here's the thing. If I didn't believe I could win, would I have tried? That's the thing. I think a lot of people don't believe they could. Or and therefore, they never. Hard. They say optimists. They've done scientific studies where optimists are actually less accurate about the results. But they succeed over the long term because they keep trying and failing. I am just so like Conor McGregor believes in himself so much that he would try anyway. Like who else? He believed he could beat Mayweather mm-hmm. for sure. No one else would have believed that. Right. But he wouldn't even have tried if he didn't at least think it was possible. Right. So you have to like be if you're if you think you're already there, you're not going to move forward. Um. But if you think you'll never get there, you're not going to move forward either. And so. Um, for you, I think it's great that you picked a physique that you believe is possible for you based on your own values, like naturally. And, and failure with the right mindset is only going to be more learning than anything. More know? learning like, than anything. Right. Yeah. You put, that's it. It's part of putting, like you're putting the reps. Failure so, with the right mindset. So right? where did you learn that? Like, honestly, like where did you hear that? Like, I, I know that's a thing going around. I feel like social media is I, really, I don't know. it's I, got some bad aspects, but I'm seeing the good aspects yeah. here too. Because when I was, when we were your age, like, the internet would dial up tits, boobs. When did when did just you... boobs? Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't know what Kevin's talking about. <laughs> Everyone relax. <laughs> so when we were twenty, that was what. So that's almost nine years ago yeah. now. So we're looking at two thousand eight. Sure. Okay. So we did have internet, of course. Okay. So we had Wi-Fi and all that. It but social media, so like, there wasn't more. a lot of role models. I feel like there was no social media like there is today. Yeah. Okay. So I I wanted to get into this. Yeah. This is actually very good. When we were growing up, if you say, um, let's just say like Arnold Schwarzenegger was your was your mentor, who's your your dream physique, whatever. Yeah. The only time you ever saw him was in movies. Yeah. Now you see the people doing the work. I know. I think it's that's a huge. World. Because yeah. now you're like, oh, I just have to do that. 
Yeah. I have to do what he's doing every day? It pulls back the curtain. Right. And it makes you realize, like, oh, he isn't just a genetic gift to Transparency. God. It's, it's the transparency. Transparency. Yeah. I had somebody say that to me the other day. He's doing the work like I could be doing, basically. Because if Arnold Schwarzenegger was on social media, it would have shown him in the gym six hours every right. day. Right. Double sessions, three hours each mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, you know. When you're on He's that drugs, you can, yeah. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. He's like, I just recommend you sleep faster. Yes. It's like, Arnold, come on. Yeah, we, come on. Uh, but anyways, not, not, I take nothing from him. Um, and he does own it. So good right. for him. But uh, I really do want to get back to the dream physique thing. So you, you have a dream physique. It's what's his name? Chris Elkins. Chris Elkins. Yeah. So everyone listening... I'm going to tag him. I'm going to tag Chris Elkins when I put this on Facebook. I love it. Because he will reach out for sure. Oh, that would be a beautiful thing. Where, he's did, like, where did you meet him? I didn't meet him. Oh, okay. No, talk to him? I, yeah, so yeah. when I was doing... I don't remember what happened. After my show, I was trying to figure out macros because I was like, I am not doing chicken and rice and broccoli anymore. I just... Oh, yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. I reached out to him on Instagram because he is peeled and yeah. he, he does macros. Like mm-hmm. He's ridiculously good at doing macro diets. Okay. Word. And he's strong as shit too for yeah. somebody... He's like 160 pounds? 165 yeah, pounds? Like, yeah. Wow. He's, yeah, he's, he doesn't weigh like a ton. No, he, but like, he's aesthetic as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Super aesthetic. And he has, he has a good I wish size I on phone. him too. Like yeah. he does for someone that he doesn't weigh like, he never gets up to like 180, like yeah. anything like that. Yeah, yeah, he gets after and he works yeah. hard. He posts his, his workout. He's he's a nice dude. Reached out to me, talked talk to me all about macros, helped me out. Love Huge it. shout out to him. Great, great guy. That's nice awesome. guy. for free. He just, he just hit me. Yeah, he just talked to me uh, through DM. Good for him. Cool. I like him already. Can yeah. we pull him up real quick on this? Yeah. Thank you, man. Like next time... When I, I do a do prep, I, I follow him. So oh, okay, cool. Our phones are always on the yeah, yeah. I mean, recording. I'm so. end up I like that we can him, so. do this now. If, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so I'm I'm gonna bring my tablet next time, so we'll be able to do this every time. Oh, okay, perfect. But um, I uh no I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you so I asked you a question of when What's you his met name him, and or when you talked. And I was him. like, I didn't. Okay, Chris Elkins. Yeah, yeah he's we're, just we're shouting him out big time. Right, right. He's he just seems like a really nice person. Good. And then it's it's great that like. See, I, I'm kind of like you where when I was, um, Pat, you'll probably, do you know Sean Shirk? You know who Sean Shirk is? He's 160 I've heard pounds. of him. He's yeah. a, he's a fighter. Yeah. Okay. He's like five what? foot five. I always liked him because he's short like me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, if he can do it, yeah. I can do it. That's kind of, yeah. I see McGregor as more of a taller, longer limb fighter. That's kind of like how I see right. myself. It's interesting how you. Long legs. What you, and... what you want, you find a prototype that has that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's what I need to be. That's that, what I want to be. That's what I always uh-huh. tell people. What resonates with us is our heart telling us we can do it too. Yeah. You know, or we can be it too. Like when you, what resonated with with you was my self-belief. Right. You knew you had that in you. I always say when you get around the right people and you expose yourself to the right people, they will spark something within you that you didn't even know you had. Right. Like I always said, like when I first met Nate Smithson, my fi- fitness coach, like you don't realize how badly you want to be in shape until you're around him and you're like i gotta go to the gym right i can't wait to go to the gym right <laughs> and by the way he's coming with you because he's addicted to the gym too right in yeah, a good after way we in a good left way. the gym i was thinking i could go to the gym again today <laughs> really yeah oh, yeah don't tell that, don't say that too loud you'll be going with alan later <laughs> yeah right let's do it so his physique is phenomenal i'm shocked yeah. that he's only 160 pounds i yeah. think he's killing it i think he's 160 yeah. maybe a little, a little long. i don't know I, well maybe how, he can how tall he looks is he? big he's five six. Oh, that's why okay yeah yeah okay yeah. One yeah, so. I mean, Kev, I don't know, man. He's got he's got some muscle mass. Oh, yeah. He's got some big. Yeah, but you weigh one seventy five. If you I don't weigh I don't weigh one seventy five. Like I don't weigh one seventy five. I said I weigh? might get up to one seventy five. Oh, okay. What do you weigh? Like one sixty eight. Oh, okay. That's what I weigh right now. Okay, that that's doable. If you got down yeah. to one sixty, you'd be shredded like that. 
Yeah, which yeah. I will. I'm like, which you will. In the I'm summer. Like 160. I'm You're 160? Sure. Yeah, what about you? Used to One, be more. I weighed myself at the gym today, 167. Okay. Yeah. I think we should talk about what the scale actually means. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? And like how to, how to objectively use it as a measurement rather than like a, a this is like who I am mm-hmm. and like this is a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, so many people say like, oh, I don't, I don't suggest you jump on the scale every day. That's because you assume if you eat a lot, you just gain 10 pounds. And that's yeah. not, Which true. Is not true at all. Yeah. I just look and see like, I feel like when I have food in my stomach, I'm like a pound or two more. And then like <laughs> when I don't, I'm yeah. just like... like Post poop. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like exactly. Legit. So I'm never sure. I'm just like, so how much do I actually weigh? So something happened to me recently where, so I, I coach um, self-made millionaire. I have a client. He's a self-made yeah. millionaire. I won't name his name because he doesn't, uh, he likes his privacy. Although he did say that I can start quoting him if I want. Interesting. Uh, which is cool. Yeah, I think he's coming around on the whole thing, um, which is great. But anyways, he recently said, honestly, Alan, I'm not going to like, I was like, what are your weigh-ins, right? I want to know where you're at. Um, if you're making progress, because we're trying to get him to 185. He wants to be able to do five pull-ups. He has very specific goals. So he's a CEO of a very large company. And I noticed that people like that tend to have very clear goals. So it's very exciting to work with these kinds of people. And he mentors me on my business. So it's a win-win. But the point I'm trying to make is he was like, Alan, during the holidays, I don't want to like weigh in. I just want to not look at the scale. And I'm like, but the scale like that, to me, I try to weigh myself every single day. And I try to take a progress picture every single day. The reason is, is because if I'm on track, I'm going to be happy about it. And if I'm off off track, I'm going to be pissed off about it and, and then get back on track too, and more yeah. motivated. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the way I see it is if, if you're focused on trying to create wealth for yourself and you're not ever looking at your bank account, that's like not looking on the scale. It's almost like you know you're it's fucking not, up. You yeah. Need, yeah, but you're, that's, you're trying to avoid the truth. Like, Right, you don't want to see the number. To, yeah. yeah, and if it's not going the right way, you need to check it in order to adjust it yeah. to be going right. the right. way. Because what if it is going the right way? I've been pleasantly surprised. I've also been very pleasantly unsurprised yeah. and unhappy. Like you, you guys have probably had this instance where I remember when I was really out of shape, I would, um, I gained. So just so you guys know a little bit about my fitness journey, oh, I went here from, we go. I went from one sixty McDonald's to, to two twenty in six months. So I gained sixty pounds in six months, and Nate had to tell me that most of that was fat, Alan. And uh, that was a, I would say, humble pie tastes like crap, but it's really good for you. Um, so I had to eat some humble pie there. But when I was 220, I remember there was this one photo in particular that I use as a transformation photo on Instagram where I was like, whoa, I was like a little cl- too close to the camera, <laughs> right? You, yeah. We have those moments where it's like, oh man, <sighs> like I've been hiding from the truth for too long and the truth is right there. Um, and I think that those are the moments, I call them quantum moments, where you realize the truth and you go, okay, what do I do now? Our good friend Andrew Copeland had, a, like, he didn't, he avoided buying an, another size jeans. Because then he would have to admit to Because you would have to admit that, you know what I mean? Like, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people do this. And again, being hyper-conscious enough or being conscious enough to say, like, oh, that's why I'm doing this. I know this. that I'm gaining fat right, right. now. Like, what am I avoiding? I know what I need to do. Right. Like, yeah. instead of, and then you just gotta I'm do getting it. fat, I don't even want to know this. I'm going to go. And I told my client, Not pay attention to it or something. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to. You got to look in the proverbial mirror. You got to whatever it is that you. You got to just know the truth because Tony Robbins has three steps. He says, and he's a huge hero of mine. One of the greatest public speakers to ever live. Go figure. One of my heroes, right? So align your heroes with who you want to become. He says three steps to any transformation. Number one, see it as it is, but not worse than it is. Number two, see it better than it is. Vision. Mm-hmm. And then three, make it the way you see it. Mm. And that last one is the hard part where you have to you have to get around the right people who already have the result 
and figure out what they did, dissect it. I always say there's always more than meets the eye, right? And like if someone's in a relationship and they're super happy and passionate and in love, they're doing something differently. They're thinking differently. Um, if they're in great shape, they're doing something differently. They're thinking differently. Find out what those things are and that's going to make all the difference. If you have if you have major league goals, you have to have major league effort and you're probably going to have major league problems. Like I tell people that all the time. Major league disappointments. Well, so sometimes somebody yeah. I was talking to was like, oh, I, I hate how my girlfriend gets so much love on Instagram. Your girlfriend's beautiful. Yeah. She puts a picture up. She's going to get it. Yeah. You want her hot and girlfriend? That's a compliment, by the way. There you go. Yeah. Like, you want her hot girlfriend. She's got an Instagram. That's probably going to happen. You want her to play in the big leagues. This is your problem. Yeah. Don't complain about it. And that's not a problem. I think that's... Right. Well, it depends how you look at it, right? From, if, it's a, if it's a place of insecurity, it's a problem. Yeah. Like Tim for Grover, sure. um, Michael Jordan's uh, trainer for 15 years, he wrote a book called Relentless. Highly recommend it, by the way. You guys would both love this book. Mm-hmm. And he says the only difference between criticism and feedback is how you take it. Right. And I think that feedback is the scale. It is. How do you really that's the only way to measure things? Yeah. Yourself. What you do know? you do with that information? Like do you just get upset about it and do nothing and get overwhelmed or do you yeah. say I feel, oh I feel that used to be a big problem with me. I yeah. Get uh like you just said, what'd you just say? Overwhelmed? You get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just and then do it's nothing. more of just upset and don't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. I want to I wanna ask some deep shit. Let's do it. Because that's what I do. I can um, tell that uh, Nate, you're, you're the two hours of sleep. You're running low. You're running <laughs> I'm low. I'm like thinking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I love it. Go so ahead. we're going to start with Nate on All this. Right, okay. What, it, was there like a singular event or like a singular circumstance that shaped you into like who you are? Because you seem to like have a very, like a very respected view of your father mm-hmm. and you kind of want to like follow in his footsteps. Yeah. Is that, do you think he shaped you into you or did you have like certain experiences? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he did. And just like growing up in the environment that I did, I have a, like a great family. So I think that definitely contributed to it. Right. Yeah. Love it. Do you want, do you see yourself having like a similar family? I hope so. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would be super happy with that. That's, That's what you're see? shooting yeah. for. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. That is a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. thing. So, um, for some people, how do how do we get that same mindset for someone who who maybe doesn't have those kinds of role models? Like that's the that's the trillion dollar question, right? Like, what about you, Pat? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my mom and dad. Like, my mom is on trying to be like healthier and is on a healthy lifestyle and goes to spin classes and you know is active. So like, she I can relate to and. I mean, she. I mean, I'm more. I more want to do it for myself. And my dad, on the other hand, he's not like uh, as much like your father. Not to be down on my father, but he's more not healthy, and he uh, he smokes cigars, drinks. So it's just. Um, I guess that I don't want to be somebody who's unhealthy like that. So that's more motivation to me. We're very similar, you and I. We're yeah. very similar. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love uh, my father very much. He's really great dad. I just want to say that too because of course. I that's important. Like, I don't sure. want to feel like I'm dissing on my dad. No, no of course not. I think that's clear, by the way, in your voice. I think yeah. that I have problems with the way that he lives. And I don't know. I try to tell him to change and do things differently, more healthy for a healthier mind for him. But he just uh, is in a mindset where he doesn't really listen to me. So. so- so that's I th- a little hard. That's a, that's a tough. It's tough. Yeah, for sure. Um, people that we love that we see have these habits that maybe aren't the best for them. 
you know, and uh, people always say you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. Yep. But I say, what if you show the horse how great water is by right. like by jumping by doing. in and doing it? So lead by example. I I think that's the hardest thing. Which you growing are growing up to realize. Yeah, you totally for sure. Are, I feel You're that's by what example. I'm doing. Yeah, people will never do what you say; they'll do what you do. Trust me, I say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but until you're doing it, no one's gonna listen, mm-hmm. and nor should they. By the way, until right. you have yeah. the, until you have the results too, like you said. Yeah, or, the track yeah. record, some sort of proof that you are practicing what you preach. You know, um, and yeah, I think that, I love, and yeah. I think it's mostly subconscious, right? And here's another thing that's a hot button topic. So you guys, um, you're in high school, you are in college. I think that I always say, like, why didn't we learn? My slogan is what you'll never learn in school, but desperately need to know. That's the Alan Lazarus LLC motto: desperately need to know. Mm-hmm. And I always think like. You know, we we use money every day of our life. We eat food every day of our life. Like, why didn't we learn anything about money and food? Yeah. Right? Like nutrition. Nothing. There's so much stuff you need to learn that you can find from other sources. Yeah. That you need to. Self-education, I think. Yeah. yeah, You got it. But we aren't really taught the value of that. Mm -hmm. We we aren't even, we don't even know what we don't know until we know it. And then we're like, oh, whoa. You have have to find it out for yourself nowadays because the systems we have, they don't. But how do you know that you have to find it out for yourself? You realize this isn't for me. I'm not the norm, and I want to be okay. myself. That not identity. The norm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know? I like that. Yeah. And I think that seeing someone do that in the flesh, like your father or whoever, yeah. seeing someone carve their own path and then succeed doing it, and seeing the benefits of that, I think is is huge. Well, even like today, like when you guys are like, "Oh, check check my form. Make sure my form's good." Yeah, I'm not a personal trainer. Yeah, but. You know what I know that you or assume I know what I'm doing. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. But, no, no, he definitely. But you know what does. I mean. You trust enough where, like, yeah. Oh, okay. He's in the gym doing it. And he must know how to do it for sure. So that's you do. doing proves to you that I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I always think back, like in school, why didn't we learn any of this stuff? And I think some of it we did. And I always say this: if Tom Brady taught geometry in New England, we'd all know the Pythagorean theorem, right? Because on a subconscious level, kids are smarter than we think. Right. If you're a teacher and and I'm not hating on teachers, I love teachers. I consider myself a teacher. Education is everything. And I applaud what they do in every way. But I do think that some teachers do not possess the results that children want. And therefore, they they don't don't listen. Yes. And if you don't look up to your teacher, you don't think your teacher is a good person. Or, or if if they don't have the life you, that you want, yeah. you're not going to listen yeah. quite as much. Because I always say where admiration goes, energy flows. If you don't admire your teacher, because yes. maybe it's a teacher who, who, you know, because if let's say a child wants to be wealthy, wants to be fit, wants to have a happy family, and, and your teacher happens to have had some difficulties, they're, they're not fit, right? They drink a lot of Diet Coke. Um, I remember mm. I have one teacher in particular, I won't name any names, but basically he was just really unhealthy, divorced, broke honestly a miserable human being and i'm not trying to be uncompassionate but i do know that on a subconscious level i didn't really learn from him and i know why now it's because i knew you know he didn't have the results i wanted why why would i listen to somebody who has something complete has no results right? right so if they're not leading by example it affects the way we learn and that's why i think it's so critical now with the social media revolution that like you look up to and learn from all these people I honestly don't think you would have learned from them if they didn't first live yeah. it and breathe it and represent it. Mm-hmm. You if know? your personal trainer needs a personal trainer, then you're not yeah. going to like 
what results are you going to expect? Yeah. I'm Greg Plitt's quote, he's like, half these trainers need a fucking trainer. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah, you honestly, know? that's true though, right? Like, why would you go to someone out of shape to learn how to get in shape? If I was looking for a trainer, I would go to you before I went to somebody who didn't, you know what I mean? That's I'd rather go yeah. to somebody who's, who's getting after it too. Yeah. Who's probably exactly. in a negative mindset where Alan is in a positive mindset completely. So it's just, it's like two different sides. Of it the could be. Yeah, it very well could be. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. <laughs> Alan yeah. loves compliments. I, you know what I mean? I we wonder why his ego is so big. Yeah. We're all talking about him. <laughs> I, just, I might just shut his mic off. Let him sit there in silence. I, hey, I appreciate a genuine compliment. See what you've you know? done. I think that uh, it's funny. You you lose sight sometimes of how far you've come. And then when people do compliment you, it's it's nice. It is yeah, nice. Yeah. It's so strange sitting down with two young gentlemen because when I was their age, this would not be happening. Yeah, we'h uh, yeah we you know like it's, I'm so impressed by both. Yeah, of you. it's it's How awesome. Scared it's, would we have been? To it's even refreshing. Do this. I would not do this. Yeah, I would come up with every excuse <laughs> yeah, not to. Yeah, yeah exactly. and I wouldn't have gone to the gym either. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's man. that's huge, and I think that you guys both have really good heads on your shoulders, and you guys are in the beginning of your journeys. So the more motivated you get, the more knowledge you get, the more experience you get like yeah. the sky's the limit for both of you knowledge so, is power no 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 potential knowledge potential is potential power. yeah you knowing, gotta put it to use knowing what to do and doing what right. you know right different mm-hmm. things but that was good I it was it. good See, i love that conversations change lives they do as they say when you're hyperconscious. so kevin let's talk real quick let's let's add some value to their lives sure what are some of the mistakes oh like if we could go back and be 20 we're just gonna assume you're 20 in this instance. I know you're 18, but right. <laughs> Give you a couple of years. If, yeah. What are the biggest mistakes? Uh, honestly, made? so and and let's premise it real quick. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I need to premise it. We what we what I always say. If you're happy, if you find a way to be happy where you are, you'll not only be okay with where you've been, you'll be thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're both very happy with who we've become. Mm-hmm. So. I don't want people to think like, oh, we have horrible regrets and everything went astray. No. But if we could go back in time and talk to our 20-year-old self, there are definitely a few things that oh, I might sure. mention. For sure. Right? And and so what are – I'm going to name three. What are three, if you can think of three, of the biggest mistakes that you've made? Uh, definitely not, not putting in the effort to having like a clear vision of what I wanted to do with my life. I just knew I didn't want to go to college. I just knew college wasn't for me. I just – and people that go, good for you. Get after it. I applaud you for doing it because that's just – it's just not what I wanted. Um, but I just knew I didn't want to go. I, I knew I didn't want to go to school to do something I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So okay. I figured why put myself $80,000 in debt if I don't even know if I want to do it? Which I think is yeah, – Right. That's something, like, do. that's something huge that my parents like preach and everything is that like you don't need to be successful – like you're not. It doesn't mean if you don't go to college, it doesn't mean you can't be successful right, and right. everything like that. Oh, right. So true. And it so, also yeah. depends on what do you just define as success. I yeah. made the most money I've ever made last year. <laughs> yeah. And I was grinding every year, uh, every mm-hmm. week. And then I changed my purpose and said, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, money does not fix problems. No. It just, yeah. Money is it, not in like some case happiness. it amplifies them. Yeah. yeah. You need to do what you love. Have right. passion. For right. Something. So I think that's another thing. Realizing money like will come along the way. Right. Realizing that my the things around me weren't going to make my life better. Like I had to figure shit out within myself. So yeah. you think lacking vision for sure. Lacking vision was one. Yeah, I, huge. I, I think did. it's one, two and three for me. Like you said, oh, like you knew, yeah. you knew you didn't want to go to college. I knew I had to go to college when I was in high school, but I didn't have a clear vision at all, but I knew I had to and wanted to, but maybe I shouldn't have without a clear vision, but it's taught me because I went to the Westfield one year and that's very expensive too, the college. But then I realized 
this isn't for me as much. And then I went back to a community college and now I'm in the healthcare. And on the way, I've kind of learned what I want. So like, as I've gone through it, I've... When you said... That's going to keep happening. For sure. You're going to keep evolving. I would say as you grow, so will your dreams, so will your vision, so will your targets. How did that help you? Like knowing that it's okay not to go. Because I feel like a lot of people feel pressure. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think so. For him, so th- you guys are very opposite when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. You said, I knew I had to go. He said, basically, I knew I didn't have to. Oh, yeah. that's so true. Yeah. So, how did that change the way that you, I guess, formulated I your think, vision? I think it just like opened my mind to like new like ideas. Because I think, I feel like if I said, I don't, I don't like, I'll, I'll I'll take my friends for an example. A lot of them they don't go to like BVT, but they go to they go to Nimhawk right across the street. Yeah. But a lot of them are just like so set on like college, college, yeah. college, college, college. college. You're college, also from college. a trade school, so the yeah. atmosphere is. So more I feel like I I've like experienced different things like in like having a great su- support system. Like my parents, like they both realize like my dad even like says now like he regrets like spending a ton of money on college because like he understands now that like he could pro- he could still be in the same position that he was now hadn't right league, like if not better yeah. yeah yeah but some people's parents are saying you have to go to college right. yeah. you have to go to there's college there's like a stigma around it for sure like yeah you you're going to be a loser i will you tell you go. this man yeah, i've been very... on like i've been on tinder before yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um we're all like silent right everybody's no, like no, what is he going to what no. is he going to say <laughs> Dude, you can't yeah. say that so and i've seen people like women's profiles that say like if like one of the requirements is like a college degree. Oh, yeah. uh, guess what? I made more money than you did last year, yeah. and I don't have a college degree. It's just frustrating wow. that you these lines are drawn in the sand. And and if the the issue like I have with it, lines. Yeah. right? It's, all lines. it is is a representation. Like, so what is that? When you introduce me to people, you can say I went to Brown University. No, I think it's I think it's them trying to like. It's almost like you know. Resume. Let's say you're applying to a job at Allen's LLC, and I'm one of those closed-minded people who's like, "Oh, you need a 4.0." Like, I'm not even going to look at it. Right. It was a 4.0. Generally speaking, honestly, first of all, the world runs on 3.5, not 4.0. <laughs> but anyway, See, that's yeah. a, that's an inside <laughs> education the, joke I wouldn't get. It's the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but the point is, is like, you shouldn't. It's it's tough because, generally speaking. People who go to college tend to be more intelligent, but that's such a generalization. That's not true, yeah. right? Right? That's especially not in every case. Well, how about this? Some people go and don't learn. Exactly. Well, well that a lot but of people. If go you're and doing percentages, <laughs> yeah. every single doctor ever has gone to college, yes. and doctors are widely recognized as smart people. Of course, it's going to be skewed. Yeah. There's a lot of dumb doctors, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there but are, I know what you're saying. Yeah, IQ wise, maybe. I think it's tough because. It's it's almost like a let's say we're at, we're at the club and there's a girl who in her head has decided you have to be six feet or up ah, for me to even consider it. The ah. issue I have, yep, right? sir. What, what if what if they lose uh, the best person they could possibly meet, Kevin Palmieri? Yes, they I miss out on that by being closed minded. It goes back to you saying being open minded. Yeah. And your dad and your mom gave you that in in a sense of like you don't have to go to college. Yep. They opened your mind to other possibilities. Mm-hmm. I always say you have to have an, a mind that is open enough. To where you can gain new things, mm-hmm. but not open enough to where you don't think there's confidence in what you do believe. Right. Because if you don't have enough confidence in your belief systems, you won't move forward if you just think you're always wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But if you think you're always right, that's a whole other thing too. You'll never learn. Open-minded to other people's comments and stuff, but you don't want to take it too seriously all the time. Just like with the grip things we talked about. Exactly. How the guy said the forearms will Elaborate take away. on that. So, all right. So we have... The Cobra grips, 
which you uh, it helps uh, grip strength. Yeah. So when you're working buys, um, it would take away from the forearms. And someone actually came up to me while this guy was telling me how the Cobra grips are really good. And he says, oh, those aren't good. They take away from your forearms. Then you'll have little forearms and big arms. But really, I believe that in the moment. And then I talked to Alan a little later. And that maybe isn't the truth. And if I looked at the guy and noticed that his results were actually looking worse than the guy who told me the Cobra Gibbs are good. It's just you need to be aware and not not too open-minded to take anyone's advice, but be aware. Like, be discerning. Yeah. Um, I love it, man. Thank you for elaborating on that. Yep. I think that's a huge thing because Abraham Lincoln has a great quote. He says, I've never met a man or a woman that I didn't learn from. But 99% of the time, it was what not to do. Mm. And I think that's true. Abraham's a great guy. Abraham, you uh, gotta yeah. start hanging out with better people. You were the president. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? No, but like, I you know, know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I met him. I, I love also, him. I, love I also met Abraham Lincoln. Always throwing in the humdingers. You gotta make people laugh, Alan. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You know? Laughter is a beautiful That's one thing. of my passions. So in that instance, right, I think we're... We're all trying to learn. We're all trying to improve. Well, okay, well, I guess we shouldn't assume that. But if we're trying to improve, whose advice do we take? And how do we know when it's valid? I honestly believe experimentation is critical. Like, you, you've tried without Cobra Grips. Yeah. I think giving it a shot right, why is not? a necessary part of being open-minded. And then if you don't think it's for you, just Jim Rohn has a great quote that I live by. He says, be a great student. But don't be a follower. Everything you do should be the result of your own conclusion. Yeah, you make the choice after if it's after, helpful for you. With all the data. Gain more just, data. Yeah. Make a choice. Don't but don't rely do it on it either, though. It. Yeah. yeah. Right? Test it out. Yeah. So this, you and I had this discussion the other yeah. day. A tool, not a crutch. It's a tool, not a crutch. So don't not do back day because you left your Cobra grips at home. You're still oh, going to get after it. That's a fact. You're still yeah, going to get after it. Glad you hit that. Of course. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would never. Should we tell that story quickly? I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Oh, the watch you sit <laughs> when you just muddy and you were like, oh, I don't have my headphones. No, on we, already, we already we yeah, talked we, about on the last one. We can tell true. them. Headphones are tough when you forget your headphones. I'm like, But uh, do you lift still? Yeah. 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 Yes. Jumped on it. See, I don't ever forget my headphones because I always have two pairs in my bags. Okay. Well, I'm always over prepared. Yeah. Why now. do you have two pairs in your bag? Probably because one time you forgot them once and you were like, oh, oh buy for sure. Pair. See? Yeah, I probably, I probably took my pre work and I was like, oh, I got to the gym, don't know where my headphones are, and then I just probably went home. So for them, what. What's another mistake? I'm sorry. I, w- I want to keep holding life because honestly, if I was 20, like, man, I save w- money, I w- yeah. save yeah. money, save money. Don't spend money on stupid things because you're not going to have them in five years. You're just not. Yeah. Like don't. When I was 21, I spent probably I spent five thousand dollars going to the bar in one summer. Yeah. I was going out three nights a week. I've been saving right Jeez. now. I almost lost my job. <laughs> I seriously, I I got oh, so wow. drunk on a real. Friday night that I my alarm went off in the morning. I showered twice. Because I was still drunk. I showered, fell asleep again, and showered again. My mom wouldn't let me leave because I was still drunk and I was trying to go to work. So I had to call into work. They were like, oh, we think you have an issue. It was a whole, it was a whole thing, as they say. But um, yeah, don't... It's part of vision, man. Vision, not having... Uh, yeah. Here we go. No, no, keep going. And not having Hold vision it, was the biggest problem for me because it... Not having vision was the ocean that all these other things ran to. Like, save more money. You know, prepare for your future. Because mm-hmm. you, you are. Mentally, you're preparing for it because you're, you're building the vision, but you've got to do the things associated with it. So for you, sitting down and doing this is huge yeah. because this has to do with 
getting out of your comfort zone, which yeah. you're going to have to do if you want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Same for you. Going to the gym with us today. Mm-hmm. You're coming and lifting with people who have been lifting for a long time and you ask for critique. Like, you guys are already doing the things that you need to do. Yeah, just, I'm just right now looking for like more knowledge. Right. Just what else general. are you doing to expand your comfort zones? Yo. Peace. Everybody's peeing. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, peeing. it's, Yo. we just drank so much water. Okay, let's do another 20. See? I want to ask. I want to ask Big Nate a question when he comes back. A deep one. I like it. But so we were talking about um I was asking Pat what he was doing to expand his comfort zones because that was that's another one of my things. Trying to stay like within my comfort I'm, zone. Oh. Was a mistake. I, I applied, was a mistake. I applied at any time okay. to get a job there, even though I have a job that pays more right now just because I know I'll be happier and more passionate. Ooh, I support that fully every day, you know, because I'm already in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk to people like when I saw you, Alan. Like I like to talk to people in the gym. Just like in general. Alan's laughing because he he just made up a word and then he, he repeated said. the word. I don't even know what he said. <laughs> when you said you support that, you said supportion. <laughs> it's not a word. It's not a word. Like, you call yourself a speaker, right? Sir. Right. Enunciate the wrong word. You know how they said like abortion. Abortion. Support abortion. You know? Oh my god, I'm pro-choice, obviously. And then this is oh, this man. podcast is gonna get pulled up in 20 years when you're running for president, dude. And this is gonna be the one. I just to be clear, I do not support abortion necessarily. <laughs> Let's not get into it. Uh, no. Supportion is not a word. I apologize. It's not a word. Yeah. So I didn't mean to take away from no, what you were saying. Okay. I, I'm so sorry. You missed the no. whole thing, Nate. Alan cannot. I talk. didn't hear you. I didn't hear you say it. So I was like, "What?" You, I was like, "What's he laughing?" About? Oh man! If I heard it, that would have been funny. Or just like, what you just say, abortion, just yeah. in the back. I yeah. I was trying to say that I support that. Yeah. And for whatever reason, supportion came out. You know, <laughs> this whole oh, thing. Is a great podcast. Until I messed it Big all Nate, up. Big Nate, I got a question. No, yep. right. This is deep. Mm-hmm. Do you are you insecure about your height? And I will. I am. So I'm not, I don't <laughs> no. want, I don't want to like air you out and be so like, that makes oh, it shit. okay that you ask. No, 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 no. It doesn't make it okay that, well, yes, I think it does make it okay that I, <laughs> that I ask. But yeah. the reason I ask is because when you said something about yeah. height, the you cutoff. chimed in mm-hmm. and I would do the same thing. Yeah. So I feel like you and I are similar on that. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like I've always had like a chip on my shoulder too. Cause I'm shorter. Like my mom will literally say like, you have little man syndrome. Like mm. if someone like gets in my face, like I will, I will like fight them. Like, I don't care. I'll, like, get a rush of adrenaline and just, like, go right after him. Yeah. But, like, definitely because I hate being called short. Right. I hate when, like, feeling like people are, like, way taller than me. And, like, even, like, beginning of high school, a girl was like, I don't want to talk to you because oh, I've gotten not that. tall enough. It's such a and thing. I've gotten like, that. I was just like, what? Like, that Look never really, the... like, ran through my mind. And then it's just like, it's like, all right. Like, now you know well, it's an option. You see yeah. the positives, right? Now. Yeah. And then, I, like, so, like, definitely, like. I guess I'm insecure about it in like some in some ways, but like other ways, I guess. I mean, I like how it give. I I like how I feel like I have a chip on my shoulder because of it. It motivates you. Yeah, Motivation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you can look at the positives. It's not negative to be short. You can build muscle faster because you don't have as long as like limbs. You know. You know the issue is so like he just said he realized that it's. Almost like he got turned down because of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now that's an option. Yeah. So that goes into the deck of cards associated with being short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. So Kevin adds some value here because like he he just said that like when you were, when you were eighteen you were very insecure about it. 
you, for sure. You, I still you, am insecure about it. For okay, sure. For, yeah, but for sure. much less than you used to be. Yeah. I feel like you've transcended. So the girl I'm talking to actually texted me and said, hey, I got a question for you. And she's like the same height as me. And I was like, yeah, sure. What's up? And she said, would you mind if I wore heels? And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I see what's happening. <laughs> I see what's happening like, here. Uh, like proms coming up. And I'm like, oh, my dude, dude cannot wear heels. No, like, you know what it is, man? Him. I don't want to like tell him like what. Just own do, it. Just own like, it. Just Who cares, it. man? Yeah. Because this is the thing. Okay. You're more worried about what other people think than the girl. Yeah. Right. Who cares? You're there with her. If you're there with a beautiful woman, yeah. fuck everybody Don't else. Don't make the mistake of caring That's, about that, the that is the thing Honestly, that is the advice I would give you. This is tremendous Just value. Just do... Who cares, man? Mm-hmm. They're yeah, not yeah. you. And if she's there with you, she's there with you. Yeah. It'll be a mistake if you, like, try that's, to change it. That's my know? third mistake. Living... Painting with other people's paintbrushes. Yeah, man. Worrying too much. And I still do worry what people care. Or yeah. worry what people think. Not as much. Pers- but it's the a work per- in progress. Pers- always. That. Everything the is. the same with me, I feel. Your perception of yourself is critical. And I think people will see you as you see yourself. And if you are insecure about it, they're going to notice it more. Right. Um, like, you're and, a good-looking dude. You're strong. You're yeah, jacked. Like, you've you're, made up for it in every way. Right. Yeah. And I think that using that as motivation to become better is great. But if it holds you back in terms of, you know, your own self-worth and your own self-value, I think that that's yeah. n- that's no good. And again, I I was fortunate enough to be 6'2", but yeah. I do know that when I was um, in 10th grade, I had hit a growth spurt. I grew 11 inches in one year. Oh, wow. And so I went from like I one of the shortest – the- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Same here. Crazy. Um, and it, I went from one of the shortest in the grade, yeah. you know, this little red-faced kid to, you know, a, a taller red-faced finally hit kid. puberty. Yeah. My junior year. And then I started dating Jenny, actually. Then. Jenny. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's weird. I have a twin brother and he's like five inches taller than me. Oh. So he's like, a- he's like pretty average. He's yeah. close to six feet. He's like right around there. And then there's me. I'm like five inches shorter than him. But Dude, like, I like the chip on the shoulder thing because yeah. that's me. Like yeah. I've always been smaller than everybody else, but I've always been tougher. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. take a beating yeah. in anything, in life, in, if we're fighting, I don't care if you beat me, Yeah. but I want you to say I never want to fight him again. Mm-hmm. If, if I just want people to know like, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't for you either. It doesn't matter. No, You're gonna be doesn't. successful as you want to be. You're gonna be so over the top, incredible in all the other ways because of your motivation and your mindset that the height won't even be, yeah, a right. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, uh, seriously. Like, th- I think that our greatest insecurity becomes our greatest strength if we use it to motivate ourselves to be better. We got three minutes. Speed round. Three minutes. Throw something. I think we should do the hour and a half. The what? You know, oh, yeah, right. I want to do an hour and a half. Oh, you said an hour. Oh, you said 20 more minutes. Uh, 20 more minutes. Yeah, sorry. I was like, wait, what? The time <laughs> math flies math is uh, not my strong suit. I screw up one word and we're trying to get off. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. We're not even recording anymore. I shut <laughs> it off and start talking. <laughs> um, I think we should do... So your three mistakes, let's get clear on those. So vision. Yeah. Um, Lacking a vision. Caring too much what other people think. Yeah. What was the other one? Um, you had one more. Which well, was spending one? money was. Spending oh, money, the, but yeah. that's part Saving of the vision. Money, yeah. So you should have saved more money, had a had a more clear vision, which right. I think would have gotten you to save more money. Right, that's what we um, came up with. And then f- caring less, caring about less about being what short people think and what people yeah. think. Yeah, like yeah. doing my own, my own thing because I I can imagine like I can imagine exactly where you are. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm I'm gonna go to prom. This girl is gonna be taller than me. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. we're gonna take pictures, and everybody's gonna see the pictures, and everybody there is gonna see it. Yeah. Oh, really? That's like a. That is like a thing, a man. Thing. Me and Matt don't even. Why? Matt, I, so I asked Ellen one time. I was like, "What do you think of when you walk into the bar?" And you can't. Don't answer this because <laughs> you're underage. But Ellen's like, "I don't think of anything." You know what I think of? Mm-hmm. Uh, giants everywhere. Yeah. No, Nobody's gonna notice me yeah. behind these two people. <laughs> yeah. They can't see me. Well, yeah, granted, guess, you're going to the bar with me and like, Matt. Like, I guess you wouldn't notice this unless you were like. Yeah, that height. You know, I am super jacked though. Really... Yeah, it might even be like only like a few inches, like two or three. But I like you still feel like you're 
It's hard, like, man. You're tiny. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah even if someone's a little taller than me, I, I'm like, what? You're just, I'm the tallest. So like imagine it. that, but the opposite. I, yeah, everyone's taller. The yeah. opposite. Yeah. That would suck. But like, I, that, I think that I do. In a way. But yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Take it easy, <laughs> sir. In a way. <laughs> I think that I do better in that arena at the bar than you do. For sure. Only because, not because I'm taller, but because of the perception about it. Right? Like, I'm not thinking of anything. You're thinking of all the insecurity. So you're going to be in that more fearful place in that arena. Right. And And I don't really... Whereas I'm not fearful. If you're fearful, I think it's going to put you in a less resourceful state to to be at your best. And I don't really even have any, like, horror stories of like, oh, yeah, I went up to a girl at the bar and she just outright rejected me. That has never happened to me. Mm -hmm. And by the way, tall people deal with that, too. Well, yeah. Not now. (laughs) But I think it's huge, man. I think admitting it and then trying to figure out, like, it's just coming up with things, like push your comfort zone. One of the things I was supposed to do was supposed to, I was supposed to hit on the tallest girl at the bar. Me and Andrew came up with that and it just never happened, but (laughs) I should have done it. Hasn't yet. happened yet. yet, but yeah. Tallest girl at the bar or tallest girl at the gym? I don't. I don't like the gym thing. Okay, that's yeah. my. I don't. Well, I don't. Yeah, I can't. I don't don't say can't. You could if you wanted I, to. I, could. <laughs> I have done it. I have done it. But it's not. Yeah. I don't like to shit where I eat, as they say. <laughs> Interesting. The gym's my. The gym is my zen place, man. I don't want to bring right. stress. I mean, I've, I've right. brought like my girlfriend to the. Yeah, gym yeah, before, for sure. But like nothing I, better than working yeah. out with a significant other. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? Uh, well, we broke up. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, jeez, I should see. It's all right. Uh, you <laughs> take a risk. You throw a question <laughs> out. You can throw it right back. Can't win them all. Yeah. So I will. Um, I will talk about my uh, biggest. Re- I wouldn't call them regrets. Biggest mistakes. Right. Um, I think those are huge. By the way, hammer them quick because I want to hear. Yeah. I want to. So I think we should get a progress report of how they feel right now. Yeah. And, and then, where they want to. Where do you like? Yeah. Where do you be realistic? How do we get to the next level? How do you get to the next level? And yeah. what's the overall vision? So hammer the hammer your three, and then let's get there. So not reading. I don't know if you guys read, um, and I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't. I'm not judging it because I fucking did not read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggest mistake of my life. Not reading books. I read books a book a week at least now. Um, do you guys read? No. No. So no. audiobooks. Yeah. Um, on my phone, I have hundreds. Well, so and if you listen to podcasts, though, all right, so I, I okay, yeah, that's true, yeah. right? True. That's kind of it's not the same. It's yeah, not the same, same but, but but what I'm saying is, but yes, yeah, they're educating, yeah, they're I'm self-educating. Def- I'm definitely going to be watching more podcasts, like even like before bed, like you just like laying there listening to them, just Love hearing it. the word, expanding your mind. Isn't yeah. this a book? Yeah. Isn't what we're doing right now a book? No. Why not? Because it's not backed up by nearly as much. It's 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 a different package. Okay. So it's a different medium. It's it's different. It's like a yeah. movie versus a book versus a podcast. They're all tools base. in your tool belt, Kevin, of your mind. Right. I'm, wow, I'm talking down to you a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anytime she says my name I, I, I in the middle. Co- I got a little coachy there. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, but seriously, there are tools in your tool belt that are different. You know, and the wrong tool for the wrong job. Not leveraging all of the tools, I think, is a mistake. Okay, so how much have you learned from non-books? Oh, so much. Right, so I feel like... But I think the books gave me the science behind a lot of things that now I can bring down to earth books are more the mechanics more yeah well i'm intrigued the way i remember i told you the the cloud above each of our heads has data points those are data points of knowledge right the more data points of knowledge scientific facts truths whatever you want to call them that you have the easier you can connect the dots and the more you can connect the dots the more you can come up with principles on how to behave how to think how to act how to how to live life successfully based on your own goals and dreams your true north make so to speak um i think that the th- that's the clouds that's the theory Pr- in practice it's the doing of what those dots connect that's important but i think you need the dots 
I don't think people have enough dots. I know that I don't. Every book that I read gives me more dots to eventually connect because life really is much more simple when you understand. Like, for example, I always use the chess analogy. A chess master versus Mm -hmm. a grandmaster, a chess master can play one game of chess against me or you. A grandmaster can play 50 of us simultaneously. And the difference is, is that they've mastered it to a whole, they have more, they have more dots when it comes to certain moves and, and strategies in that chess game than the master does. Master versus grandmaster is a huge leap because the grandmaster has far more dots to connect and they can do it on this. Remember what I said about the subconscious mind, the 4k pixels versus the one pixel. It's all subconscious. Grandmasters, I've literally done studies. There's a book called The Art of Learning by, um, I'm going to forget the author. He was on Tim Ferriss' podcast. So, fascinating. I found that author on a podcast, read the book. It's a whole thing. As they say. But he said that one of the people he interviewed, which is a chess master, literally says that I don't know the exact move I'm going to make. I just look at the board and I have a gut feeling. The subconscious mind communicates with us with a gut feeling. When you have a gut feeling to get out of a room or to get out of there, it's usually something that you aren't conscious of telling you to get out of here or whatever. And so the more theory you have, the more data you have, I always use the analogy of like, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quick with this. I'm sorry. So Alan always says, you need to, to make the story short. You know how you said to save more money? Yes. You need to, inv- let's say you took $100 and put it in a bank every month for the last 10 years. You'd have so much oh, that yeah. you can draw on. Yep. I do that with knowledge. I like that. That's a good analogy. Easily the best analogy you've ever used. Hands uh-huh. down. That was a great one. Thank you. Save that yeah. for sure. And I can pull stuff out of my butt <laughs> of data, like quotes and stuff, <laughs> yes, because you know, I've you know, been like, investing. You know a lot of quotes. Yeah, I'm using that quotes. as the one minute goal. Not to mention it builds no, credibility. You keep it all yeah. in your storage, yeah. and it comes up when you need it. When you're talking about it, you'll just think of that. Yeah. yeah. It'll just come to you. <laughs> like the quotes. Some of the things I'll like think about and Alan just add so in. You know, I, just, so I feel like I've taken them from other things, you other have. experiences. All right, hammer those other two. So reading was the number one. Um, I, I definitely think that um, yeah. I didn't focus enough on making sure I was in the right rooms and, and more importantly, staying out of the wrong ones. So um, that's a huge one. Just just really be cognizant of rather than like I used to want to make a lot of money and I did made a lot of money in corporate America. I was much more focused on making money than I was on what am I becoming here? What am I becoming? Who am I? Right. And I think that character should become first. Money should follow. Um, So that's my second mistake. And then my third mistake um, was definitely bad habits when it comes to alcohol. If you value your health, prove it. Prove it with your actions. If you value your mind and body and you're boozing up a storm every other week, every every weekend, you don't you don't value your mind and body. I'm going to believe the hangovers more than your words. And I could have said like, oh, yeah, I value my health. Like I go to the gym. I play basketball. No. You drink every Thursday. You're destroying your mind and body. I was at the chiropractor not long ago. There's a picture of a brain of an 18-year-old person who drank for five years, who did heroin for five years, who did um, coke for five years, who did caffeine for five years, who did um, nothing for five years. The brain scans are scary. You are destroying your mind with booze, with substances, with drugs. A little bit is okay. I don't. I didn't do a little bit, so. Yeah, I think I've been there as well. Yep. All right. So, you two progress report of your life, like right now. Are there any things that you 
are trying to like kick not like substances but like is there something that you're doing that you're like shit i know i have to like figure this out because this is not helping me get where i need to go and if it's too personal you don't have to say it but i think that it's important to admit stuff like that for sure i feel like right now i'm like i'm just doing all that i need to do now and i'm just making sure that i do really feel like there's not much i need to kick besides improving myself and what i'm doing right now you don't think you have any habits that aren't getting you closer to your goals and dreams um yeah maybe i do uh, I guess even if it's something simple like oh, i watch a little too much netflix yeah right or you um, buy coffee if you if money like so yeah. for me money i'm trying to save more money i should not buy coffee i should make coffee at home that's a well, simple I, uh, simple yeah. i had the problem of uh I'd smoke marijuana basically like every day all day and a I lot of people are in that place for very sure. yeah. lazy and at this point i've basically like cut it down a lot Good for you, and man. And I really only, at night, I don't do anything the whole day so I can make it to the gym and be focused because I, I burn out if I were to smoke talks, in the man. Yeah, morning for you. because like, and I used to do it when I woke up. I'd turn over, hit whatever, you know? Yeah. But now it's like, I wake up and I'm like, I'm putting my gym clothes on. I'm going to go drink a protein shake and get to the gym or something. <laughs> I love like, it. That's a I think that's life huge. in 10 years. I think that's, that's huge. a yeah, different life, man. That one little shift changes yeah. everything. And I mean, I don't know, I I still see benefits in marijuana and I still do use it, but I'm trying to slowly cut it more and more out and maybe completely one so day. So master and slave. Yeah. Like, like you always say. Yeah. Master and slave. If if what you're doing is controlling you, right? It's not a tool anymore. Yeah, that's like, what it that's what it was becoming. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized I have to be having a good happy mindset while i'm healthy and sober like, right i have to have a healthy mind and focus i'll be yeah. straight up i smoke before i go to the gym a lot sometimes i also I have do. ridiculously better workouts when i do that sometimes yeah that used to help me a lot too but uh but, i've noticed like i need to be able to focus to run sometimes no that's totally you know? do you for sure yeah. what i'm saying is i don't i will not make an excuse like oh i can't smoke so i'm not gonna go to the gym mm-hmm. like that's not it yeah, i use it yeah. as a tool it helps me when I, it helps me feel better. I feel looser at the gym. I don't have exactly. as much shoulder pain. Yep. It's just a, it's just a fact. But the moment you require it, the moment you require it, then it's, it is now. Slave. Yeah, you become yeah. a slave to it. So make sure that tools and, and once band-aids. you start smoking like every day before the gym, it gets too much. Like, right, that would be too much. Right, but, and, like once in a while, you use it as like a tool, like you guys are saying. It's it's always used in moderation, which I've learned, and not just used to cope with everyday. So like you said, you've things. learned, and now I've learned, and yes, now you're trying to definitely. change that. So that's. Yeah. A good thing. That's a beautiful and thing. I use it in moderation now, and it, I think that it's beneficial shift, in a lot of ways. Like That's huge. Yeah. That one shift is, I mean, six months, six years, six decades, that's a whole different life, yeah. right? Waking up and smoking weed versus not, right. that's a different life. Yeah. I want everyone to realize that the power of one habit change yeah. changes everything. Maybe not right away, but eventually. You got to remember that you'll feel healthier if you just keep on track, you know? Yeah, like, man. Instead of waking up like, Sometimes I'll wake up, I'll have the, or did, I still do sometimes, have the urge to just smoke in the morning to feel good, you know? Yeah. Because I don't feel like maybe my stomach hurts or something. Yeah. But really, I just need to get something healthy in my body, food-wise, get to the gym and get a healthy workout. Yeah. After I walk out, uh, I didn't need to smoke and I don't even want to anymore. I love it, man. The Goldilocks approach to life. If it's working, do more of it. Yeah. If it's not working, do less of it and find that balance constantly. And as your goals change, as you change, that is going to be constant. It's all about balance. Yeah, if it's I take a, a day off the gym, I feel crazy. 
you know, like yeah. I need to be in there. So well, keeps my mind habit. off bad habits. So big Nate, what do you got? Good. Probably the biggest thing is just like controlling my stress because I get I get super stressed out to the point where I'm like I'm just not myself anymore, and it, it'll happen like at certain points, and like. I think my I think my dad gets this way too because sometimes he won't sleep because he gets super stressed. But I think like just control like I don't I'm not exactly sure how to explain it, but just like controlling how like stressed I am, how like I guess how big of an emphasis I put on like coping with things. stress. Yeah, you have trouble sleeping at night because you stay up thinking. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. I do. Yeah, I used so to like I feel like that, and then, so like, trying to like make sure. To like do right by others before myself too. I think that like will contribute to it too. Eighteen years old, make man. everyone. I know, happy. right? So yeah. good. Just realize this. Realize that people say this all the time. If you can't control it, don't stress it. Mm-hmm. You can train your mind to realize that. Yeah. Like I'll go to bed and I will literally say, no, nope, not tonight. Like yeah. I cannot do anything about this. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen either way. Yeah. Let's just get some sleep. Yeah. Me staying up thinking about it is not gonna change. Yeah. It. I think you this... say you just say yeah it's bad it's negative let's just not think about it and let's think of the positive right. that's gonna happen like we had all day to think about that. this why do we have to we don't have to do yeah. this right now no we go to bed you we know, go to wake bed up and have a good day yeah like, that's the you just I have deal to with have that too that mindset yeah. I deal with that too man hotel to hotel like I have trouble sleeping a lot you mm-hmm. got to shake off the negativity yeah. and just yep. think positive yep. that's it interesting so I I usually ask people three questions. Um, the first question is, do you focus more on um, what you can control or what you can't control? Do you think? Probably what I can't control. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you focus more on um, what's good in your life, like what you do have or what you don't have? Um, I mean, probably like when I'm stressed out, obviously like what I don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. like for the most part, I I feel like I'm a pretty positive person and grateful. I yeah. feel that too. Right. I feel yeah. that way as well. Yeah. I figured. Yep. And then the third one is: Do you think more about the past, the present, or the future? Um, probably the the future, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So you're a great. You're gonna be a great entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> um. So typically, people who are super, I would say, unhappy or who lack peace of mind. Mm-hmm. They focus the more on what they can't control. Yeah. They focus more on what they don't have and they focus more about the traumas of the past. Yeah. Entrepreneurs tend to bounce from future to present. They reflect on the past occasionally to yeah. get the learning and the growth, mm-hmm. which yeah. we did today. Yeah, but most of the time they're looking at the future. Like for me, I'm thinking about January 13th speech and what I'm going to say yeah. and how I'm going to involve this mm-hmm. guy. Like, And that stresses you out a little yeah. bit. Because um, people who are really, 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 really happy tend to be really good at just being here and now. Right. But that's not good for creating a brighter future either. Yeah. You got to bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, so learn from the past. Think about the future, but try to enjoy right now. Learn yeah. from the past and more take good experiences from the past instead of dwelling on the bad experiences. Yep. I feel like I've dealt with this. Like I really, my mind was just in the past for months, like on end, you know? Yeah. And I feel like now I'm finally moving more of a present set mind yeah just to do what like today type good of thing man. yeah and this future. is comfort zone and shit future. man this is comfort zone. i call it clouds and dirt the clouds are your vision you know you're thinking 10 years down the road jenny always says alan you're always 10 years ahead of yourself i'm like yeah i know and uh i'm like so seconds turn into minutes minutes turn into hours hours turn into days days turn into weeks weeks turn into years and years turn into decades and de- decades turn into your life i say focus on the decades and the seconds what I want to create in this decade, become in this decade. That's the vision. Have yeah. a strong, compelling vision. And then what am I doing this second? 
to get closer to This is like that. a quote from a motivational video, like one of those that I've watched. Like they've said that like yeah. you have to look way down the road yep. and you have to do it now. And like, you have to do it now. You have to work You have to act now. as if right now. Yeah. What is what I'm doing this second Helping getting me, me closer to right. that vision? And if the answer is no, change it. Yep. If the answer is yes, keep doing it. Double down. And, and double down. Yep. You guys have any any uh, tidbits, anything you want to leave with, anything you want to tell the fans, anything you, you know, you can sing, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, knit uh, something. I appreciate you guys having well, thank us you on for coming here. On, I'm for happy sure. to be here. For sure. Yeah, thank you for having me. I did. Awesome this is um this is huge huge comfort zone things. So, I'm very happy you guys came on because it's in line. Mm-hmm. We're all in line trying yeah. to do the same thing. Yeah. Trying to figure life out, trying to get better. Trying to get better. And you guys are doing the same, so I'm very appreciative to have you guys on. So impressed with both of you. Thanks for I the know. opportunity. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Thank Alan. you all for listening. And uh, you do the sign. Conversations change lives. Stay when ha- they're hyperconscious. Stay. I was. <laughs> I was just gonna say, <laughs> stay hyperconscious. Sorry. No, but seriously, like, until you know why something is the way it is, you have no power to change it. Also, um, I'll be releasing this Sunday. So if you guys hear this, don't do anything stupid on New Year's. Be safe. Get a designated driver. Yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely be safe. Have an awesome New Year's. Yeah, I kind of make... ended negative there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Let's let's, let's uh, stay safe. Let's make 2018 better than 2017. For sure. And this is this is our decade. For sure. You know, like always think that way. Clouds always. and dirt. You know, get your hands dirty in the moment, but keep that vision strong. And uh, have a very happy New Year with the people you love. All right, we're gonna sign off, and we're out.